much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Do you want to finish strong this week? Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram or Facebook pages. Whoa, August. Um, Perhaps, like me, you are ready for a midsummer reset. If you didn't know, in case you missed it, August is National Wellness Month, and that focuses on self-care, managing stress, and promoting healthy routines. And I will be talking about such things during the month of August. I also want to ask you, before I jump into today's focus, uh, what do you want to see from me, right? I'm asking this across all of my communication channels this week. And so I'm asking all of you, what productivity topics do you want to hear about? And how do you want to hear about it? If you find me on Facebook, maybe you want more Facebook Lives. If you found me on Insta, maybe you'd like more content out there. If you are a podcast listener, what more would you like to hear about on my weekly podcast episodes? If you receive my weekly email newsletter, do you want more or less in your inbox? So these are questions for you, so you can ask questions of me. Okay, so this week's focus is rest and recovery. I thought that was great in keeping with the August as National Wellness Month. And uh, here's the thing, I am absolutely not an expert on rest and recovery. (laughs) I wish I was, but I'm not. But I am an expert in time management and productivity, and rest and recovery are definitely part of time management and productivity. And as a coach, I have conversations with my clients about rest and recovery because they are the experts about themselves. And together, we can have a conversation about what my client wants. We can set intentions and make plans. And we can figure out what they need to do based on what they feel they need to flourish in life. So it's interesting to me. I sat down to write about rest and recovery on a Sunday afternoon and suddenly got so sleepy that I just wanted to take a little nap. And the best part is that since it was Sunday, I could. And so I did. And by little nap, I really do mean like 10 minutes. So today I want to talk about rest and recovery. And I want to tell you about my herb garden. So we have been in and out of town these last few weeks. And still my garden grew. I didn't do anything to it other than water it or have the young neighbor come over and water it. And I didn't ask anything of it, but still it grew. And to be honest, I think perhaps because I ignored it and let it be and just do its thing, it grew. So also interesting, the topic of rest and recovery has been an intended topic on my editorial content calendar for me for like two months. But I have been too busy or had too many other things to talk about to make time for it. A few weeks ago, I mentioned that we can ask ourselves the question of what would help us the most? 
what can we do to help future you the most, right? And sometimes the answer to that question is rest and recover. So when I started thinking about this topic, I came across this quote by Stacy Swift. Sometimes the reason everything feels too much is because it is. You're only one lovely person who can only do and give so much. So be kind to yourself. And I really liked that. So to start really talking about this, I want you to glance at your phone. Relatedly, what is your phone battery life at this moment? When I was writing this uh, content, I plugged mine in because mine was at 39%. So I always start the day fully charged on my phone and personally, but some days I can plow through most of the charge on my phone before the end of the day. And I don't know if you've noticed, I know this is a habit of mine. Once you know you're below a certain percent, you start to feel the pinch. You and I, we probably change our behavior knowing that our battery life is limited. We opt to not do things on our phone, even if they're important. Perhaps we change the screen brightness or make other adjustments. And we might obsess over when we can get it plugged in again. Because we don't want to be caught at 8% and then really need to do something important. So I have a charging cord next to my desk that fits all three of my Apple devices, my AirPods, my phone, my iPad. And once the phone is charged up, then I plug in my iPad. Um, to make sure that it's plugged in. I usually mostly at night when I'm reading a book. So I have a regular habit around when I charge those items up. And my suggestion this week is that we have regular habits around how we charge ourselves up as well. So the past few months, I've spent a lot of time talking about what ready looks like in my newsletter and in my podcast how to be and feel ready for whatever life might throw our way. And that includes our own energy and self. So I'm an active person. I'm enthusiastic and full of movement, but that energy has to come from somewhere. And so I need to rest and recover. And regardless of what your baseline is, I guarantee that you also need in your life to have regular sessions to rest and recover, to survive, of course, but also to maintain your usually daily life and to move ahead with whatever it is that you want to move ahead with. So perhaps it is a sign of aging, but I cannot push my limits of energy and focus as far as I used to be able to. I would prefer to think of it as a sign of wisdom, um, but mostly I just need to recognize that it has become a necessity. We can push and push and push for a while with only a few negative effects, but The precursor to not feeling well is to just feel run down, and truly, we can't ignore either feeling. So opting out of recovery no longer works for me or is sustainable, and actually could be a recipe for disaster. For all of us, eventually, stress and fatigue and the effects of them come out, whether we want them to or not. I liked this quote from Meg Durham on Instagram, if you don't want to burn out, stop living life like you're on fire. True. So personally, I've never been very good at taking it easy. And that's not actually what I'm advocating for, unless you'd like to. I mean, I just got back from vacation. So hey, you know, go for it. But what I have gotten better at, and what I recommend to all of us, what I've gotten better at is regular maintenance. And that includes good sleep, adequate hydration, healthier food choices, supplementation, meditation, choosing quiet time instead of interactions, and better scheduling. 
though I totally still stumble and fall in scheduling and honestly in most of those other areas sometimes as well. But I'm getting better. So let's think about three kinds of energy, right, that we have any day. Physical, mental, and emotional energy. I guess this is my day to quote thought leaders because I was reminded of these three kinds of energy by Brendan Bouchard on a recent podcast of his that I listened to. So when I think about rest and recovery, it's not just about energy. Our bodies actually require time to mend. But for both of these, the answer is rest and recovery. I don't usually like to talk about the negative, but we have to know this for ourselves. What is it that drains our battery, right? So I'll share mine. First up is worry and concern. Uh, I was going through the notes when I was writing this article that I have kind of dropped into my document over time. And when I first started to think about this, um, my kids were going through something big. And you know, if you have kids, you'll know what I mean when I say this. When my kids are going through something big, I am going through it too, whether they know it or not. Again, when I started this, my mom and another loved one uh, were in the hospital. And that was a steady, low-level drain of worry. So you get in the habit of jumping every time the phone rings, you're hypervigilant, you analyze details and communication. You know, that absolutely drains and faster than we think. Another thing that drains my battery is or are energy vampires. And yes, <laughs> those are really a thing. So I tend to bring positive energy with me and some folks really count on that positive energy and that's okay. That's a, an agreement I have with some of my clients. But some folks also take more than I have to give. And in addition, I'm an empathetic person and I can run the risk of taking on the emotions of others in my environment if I'm not careful. And those totally drain. I also mentioned in my recent hiking article and podcast that rest and recovery after major hikes or any other physical exertion must happen if I expect my body to continue to move. And then there's just life right? I mean, life in general. I have a family to love and a home to manage. I work full time, plus add in the occasional singing gig. I volunteer for my parish and ministries. I serve on our local school board. You know, that might be a lot, but honestly, I wouldn't change a thing. But yes, I get tired, right? And so my question to you, one of them, one of the many questions for you today is, for us to look around your life and determine where your energy leaks might be, both the slow trickles and the big gushes, right? So the question is, where are those? What are they? And then we'll think about what we can do about it. So my next question then, after we've identified those for you, is what does rest and recovery look like for you? I use myself as an example a lot because then I don't have to change names or ask permission. So for me, rest and recovery look like a break from whatever my current exertion is. So physical exercise, mental work, uh, emotional overload. It can be 30 seconds, it can be five minutes, it can be a day or a week or a month, but it is no longer optional. When we try to make it optional and still push the limits, burnout or illness may occur. I was talking to a new participant in my Finish Line Friday group this past Friday, and uh, she wanted to know how Finish Line Friday worked. And I said, it was great for getting us in the habit of 25 minutes of work and five minutes of rest or five minutes of break. Um, and I really do mean that. That's a habit that we all should get into. It's a much healthier pace to maintain. Another thing that I can do 
for rest and recovery is to check in with myself physically, mentally, or emotionally several times a day, right? And determining what I might need in that moment to take care of me. I can also adjust my pace, either physically slowing down or even taking a few moments to collect myself. Maybe it's an actual intervention like food or water or rest or sleep or um, square breathing or actual meditation if I have time. I actually taught um, time management and stress management to a group last week at a local community college. And just doing a couple rounds of square breathing, you know, intentional breathing um, was pretty important. It was pretty impactful for this group. And I was just reminded how simple and also useful that tool is. So you can't read the, you can't follow the link that I'm going to put in my newsletter, but by all means, Google that for yourself if you want to know more. And then something else I'm doing um, that I'm trying to be better at that I recommend you all do too, is to be aware for yourself. If you're an extrovert, which means you find energy in interacting with other people, an introvert, which means you find energy from being alone, or an ambivert, which is when we find energy changes between needing to be around and also to be not around people, right? And most importantly, just acting accordingly. So if you know that for yourself, you can plan ahead and also um, plan for times to rest and recover in your own terms. So this week, let me advocate for you and for me and remind us all that rest and recovery are not just a really good idea, but they're actually essential ingredients for our well-being. We can set the intention to acknowledge that rest and recovery time matter. We can be aware of how we're feeling and we can make efforts to take care of ourselves better. Conversations like these happen all the time between me and my clients. If you'd like to explore coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week.